Yeah, baby. That's how you start a show right there. A little bit of Metallica for you. You like that, B? Yes, sir. Yeah, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. That band right there, man. Shockwaves every time I hear them. Won't be another like it, man. No. Best band of all time, I think. Arguably. Yeah, I agree. Man, you know, speaking of bangers, man, everybody that showed support has been awesome. Can you can you even think of, you know, the the support we was gonna get like this? I mean, it's amazing. I love everybody for reaching out. It's so awesome. And, and bottom line, man, this is why we did this show. Well, I had people reach out to me all week, T. I mean, people I've never even talked to, talking about suicide, parents dying, alcoholism. I mean, that's good shit, man. That's why we did this show. And these guys, I've literally not talked to in years, and had a lot of people reach out to me and that's good shit right. man. yeah absolutely me too man like people i haven't talked to in over 10 15 years uh they reached out like i said they they really appreciated the what we're trying to do here you know they they appreciate the message that's that's trying to be presented to everybody and uh you know that's that's what everybody needs you know they need to be able to listen to it that way it's a it's a reminder that you know we need to pay attention to some things in life, and uh, it's good to reminisce, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves talking about the good old days. That's that's the best, man, being able to to just sit down and talk with your buddies. You know, people miss that. It is, and a lot of people, like, they're like, I like y'all's podcast because we're from Lawrenceburg. Right, So right. we can relate. I mean, we know the people you're talking about. It's not like we don't know these people, and that's yeah. awesome, man. And, you know, multiple people reached out to me about coming on here and talking and that Absolutely. shit's awesome yeah. man. That yeah. shit's awesome, and dude. we definitely recommend uh you reaching out if, if you want to get your story out and you want to tell us uh you know kind of like your own situations that's happened to you that's what we want to hear it is we want to hear that baby and i got confirmation um from my last show uh Coach Jury will be here one day. Oh, really? We'll be All here. All right. We don't know what day. We, the GOAT. It might be later on, but um, I'm going to get Coach in here, and that's good shit, man. Man, I would love for Coach Jury to come He's here. He's coming, man. So yeah. plan on it, bank on it, it's coming. And um, I got some good questions for him. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm do. sure you do. I'm do. sure he's got some good answers for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> But thank but, y'all guys for reaching out, man. Absolutely. That, that's some good shit, man. That, yes. Like I said, that's why we did this thing, man. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, who's uh, who hit that like button, uh, shared a comment with us, told us uh, you know, how it made you feel. That's that's what we wanted. But that's exactly um, you know what we're trying to do. And if you think that uh, you know we could uh, do something a little different, you know, we're we're definitely down for. Uh, you know, a little bit of your expertise if you got some. You know, we, we're definitely open for expansion, right? You're right, Dad, but if you didn't listen to the last show, don't make comments, man. I mean, come on. Right. Don't tell me what to do. De- when... De- definitely give it a listen before you uh, before you down the quality. I mean, I... I mean you know, we're, we're, doing, we're doing this thing, like you said, in the back of a... Back of your house, you know, very nice house. Nothing against your house, but it's just we're not in a studio. You're we're right. Not, we're not. We're You're not right. professionals. We're just trying to. We're just trying to chat. We're trying to chat with everybody. Try to talk to uh, one another. Have a good time and have a good time with y'all. You're right. And if I mean, if you've tried it in the past and <laughs> it didn't work, it's okay, man. Yeah. Just try and relax. try again. Try and try again, bro. It's been a long week, T. Yes, sir. Long week. I mean, I. It's a tiring week. I, I was ready for this weekend, man. What about you? Man, I'm always ready for the weekend. Uh, 
it, <laughs> it's sad to say, but I mean, we're our life just flashes by because we're we're all time working, waiting for the weekend, and then weekends get here quicker than expected, and then <laughs> next thing you know, the next thing you know, you got a dog barking at you. <laughs> yeah. Has it not rained the last five Fridays? I mean, do y'all feel that? I mean, I, every I, Friday it rains. I don't know. I, I think the. The winds have been record numbers too. I don't think the winds have ever blown as much. <laughs> There's been so much wind. I live uh, I live out by a cow pasture, bro. So like, uh, whenever the wind picks up, I get all that shit. I get all of the the wind gust. There's no trees blocking it. It's just straight wind. And uh, there's so much damage that's happened, you know. Yeah. It's sad, you know. Everybody's getting wind damage, and there's not the, even a fucking tornado. Our vinyls blow off. We we got a new roof and a new fence coming because of this wind. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's insane. Don't it feel good working 40-plus hours for your family, man? Oh, it feels man. like you're doing something, don't it? I mean, that's a sense of, of accomplishment right there, it you is. know. Like, if you can put in a good 40, you can put in a solid paycheck every week, make sure all your bills... When you pay all your bills off, man, that feeling right there is just... It's it's next to none. I mean, you may be broke at the end of it yeah. after you pay all your bills off, but damn it, all your bills are paid. You know, mm-hmm. living that luxury. Damn, it feels good working forty. Being you come home sore on a Friday. Yep. Crack a beer open. Bam, bam. Yeah, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's what's up right there. Yes, sir. It's all worth it at the end of the week, man. Mm-hmm. Good week. Good week. But man, I can't thank y'all enough, though, man. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I've been thinking about that all week. Just uh, listening to some of the comments that everybody's saying, uh, listening to you know your thoughts and how you appreciate just some of the content, like that's 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 what I love, man. It's I love the community. It's authentic. Right? It's authentic, man. Yeah. Community right. love, and even if uh, even if you're not a part of the community anymore and you've you've moved away, uh, like uh, good old Ben James, man, he's still reaching out. Where's he at? In Ohio now. Where's I'm he? I'm very proud of that guy, man. Oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. How can you not be? Navy guy. He's I mean, family guy. Him and his guy. sister both. Yeah, yeah him his sister's sister big both. Time yeah, too, absolutely. Man. I love the Jameses, man. Always have. They yeah. they were great to me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Me and Ben been in some shit. <laughs> really. A lot of stories I can't tell, but I love old Ben, man. He's, <laughs> That dude's he's grew up a lot as as we all, you know. Right, right. Oh, yeah, 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 I got to experience a lot of Ben uh from football. Hell yeah. And like I said, uh I was an underclassman and uh he never treated me like that. Uh you know, you get a lot of those upperclassmen that were just Oh, you know, I'm a senior, I'm a junior, blah, blah, blah. You know, but they, I never got that treatment uh uh from them and it was it was it was cool to be accepted by a, an older peer. So right. hell yeah. Yeah, it was great. Ben's a great dude. He is a really good dude, man. Mm-hmm. Really good. But you know, um, you know, everybody moves away and stuff like that, and that's fine. That's life. You know, you move out of Lawrenceburg, but uh, deep down inside of you, it's still always going to be a part of you. You can move, you can move out of uh, Anderson County, but uh, it never moves away from you. You know, it's always a piece of you. I think, anyways. Oh, Ben, man, he, um, he got some bad grades in sixth grade. Uh huh. So his mom and daddy made him give away his UK tickets. So who oh, that's he, not that big of a punishment. Well, hold on. <laughs> Let me tell you. He uh he had to give me tickets, and I got to go see Peyton Manning and Tim Couch. Oh, wow. A shootout in college. Wow. And Ben knows. He, all over, because I think he got a C, maybe. Maybe a D. Is that when he became a Tennessee fan? No, he's always he's always been a Tennessee fan. But he yeah. likes UK, too. But okay. He gave up in tickets, man. I got to pity. Get, I got to go watch a shootout in college. I Me bet. and my dad, man. It was great. Tonight. Those two quarterbacks, wow. I know. It was a shootout, man. Was, um, How did Tim Couch do in the NFL, Thank bro? you, Ben. 
<laughs> yeah, I think he did. Tim Couch? Yeah. Um, he got drafted by expansion team, the Browns. Brand new that year, yeah. They didn't protect him, and he got hurt. And I thought he was a good quarterback, though. Yeah. I don't think it was a flop, but well, it is what it is. I mean, the... The team that picked him up made him a flop, they unfortunately. Did. They didn't yeah. protect him. It was an expansion team. But, I mean, he's not the only one. I mean, there's a there's a lot of quarterbacks coming there out of college that balled out in college, and then yeah. all of a sudden they become nothing in the NFL. It's all, all right. system. You're right, but Tim won some games in the NFL. He wasn't, he wasn't a complete flop. Mm. He just, uh, the Browns, new team, they moved. Uh, nobody knows this, but I was a Browns fan. Oh. Big, big town Browns fan. Right. They, uh. They moved to Baltimore for expansion team, so there was no more Browns. Mm-hmm. So I was pissed off, man. I said, I'm not rooting for the Ravens. Right. So I seen this big dude carrying a ball in Pittsburgh, the name of Jerome the Bus Oh, here Bettis. we go. All right. Jerome. Yeah. Hey, man, like, uh, real recognized real, and that guy was... He earned his nickname, honestly. He was a fucking bus. He was a beast. Damn. But... There was no Browns, so I I had no team to root for, bro. Mm-hmm. So here we are, NFL season starts. The Browns are the Ravens. There is no Browns. <laughs> so Jerome Bettis carries that ball, boy. And is is that I'm is hooked. that where you became a Steelers I'm fan? Fifth grade. Wow. I'm hooked. That's Ben. I was in his okay. class. Cordell Stewart and Jerome Bettis, fifth grade. Yeah. Well, I don't think we should talk NFL with Ben. Uh, unfortunately, his team has been relevant since what ninety. Four, he's a cow. Five. He's a cowgirl. <laughs> Dallas I, Cowboys. I hope you're listening to this, Ben. I love it. <laughs> I do too. Cowgirl. Yeah. He is. He's a cowgirl. Dak Prescott. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, like that. But that's what I'm saying. You know, we we move away, but like just like what we're talking about right now. You know, these little things keep us all pieced together, and we still stay connected one way or the other. You're you know, right. that's what I love about this place, man. Right. I don't know if that happens anywhere else. Like I. I got some friends from Frankfurt, um, and I was never that close to them. But it was like uh, people from Lawrenceburg, you know, like like they really stuck with me, and that's that's what I love about this little town. This little redneck town with our little mud holes and graffiti bridge and graffiti bridge. Yeah, the fighting I'm, spot is what I always thought it was. Most of y'all listeners been to graffiti bridge. If you haven't, you need to. Yeah, you've yeah. been there. Hey, we've, your name's on there. Has been covered up it's, seven times. Yep, it's been on there. Graffiti breeze. Yeah, man. buddy. That was the place where uh, if you didn't want to uh, be followed by any law enforcement, uh, you go to Graffiti Bridge. The back way. <laughs> the back way. Blunt Alley. Yes, sir. Blunt Alley. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, there's little, little quirks of this town that just keeps it awesome. I love it. Yeah. Nobody knows about them. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good, good ride down there, man. Yes, sir. Historic. But, you know, we... Uh, we got a lot about this town that uh, you know keeps uh, keeps uh, the community uh, wanting to be involved. You know, uh, like I don't know where the sense of pride in this town comes from, but every everybody that went to school here, you know, that was involved in the school system, you know, uh, you stay in touch. That's I mean, it's unmatchable. It's good shit, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Small town. Everybody loves everybody for the most part. For the most part. For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, you know, like, I moved here. I moved here with Mom. Uh, we moved around a lot uh, from Frankfurt. Like I said, I, I got expelled, like I said before. I got expelled out of Frankfurt 
and uh, I moved to uh, Lawrenceburg, and uh, you know it was rough because, like I said, my parents had been divorced for a while. Uh, I know, I know you also experienced mm-hmm. that as well, right? right, a, right. a divorced household, right? Right. How, how, how did that? Uh, how did that make you uh, feel as a kid? How old were you actually when they got divorced? I, I was actually in fifth grade. Um, fifth grade. Fifth grade. Uh, my dad cheated on my mom. So. Ouch. Yeah. So, that was rough. Um, I remember walking out of Saffle Street. I lived right down the road. I could see my dad grilling out, and one I heard Hank Williams from the school's front was coming out of the door. So I knew he was already drunk mm. coming out of school, but. Um, yeah, uh, he cheated on her. He wasn't a good dude as far as a husband. He was a good daddy to me. Um, right. Till, like I said on the last show, alcohol got got to him, you know. Um, he was, uh, it was rough, man. There's times I miss my mom and dad together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, especially when you're young like that, right. And there was. And um, when I was in sixth, fifth, sixth grade is when um, I had to make a decision, man. My mom got with um, my stepdad. She's still with to this day, so it worked awesome. out for her. Good deal. I mean, they've been together 26, 27 years, and wow. he's awesome, dude. I mean, I love him, man. He's, I call him dad, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he was more of a dad than mine was, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately. Um, that's they, lucky. They, I mean, I it's really it lucky to, to land a guy like that that just picks up somebody else's spot. You're you know, right. That's awesome. And uh, unfortunately, he had rules, and... Uh, Structure's good. It was. Structure's good. I see that now. Yeah. I didn't see that then. And my dad worked night shift. Mm-hmm. So um, I was at the age where mom couldn't tell me where to stay. So mm-hmm. I moved in with my dad. He worked night shift. I was by myself at night. Right. How did that turn out for you? No. I, <laughs> I'll tell you how it turned out for the people that live with my mom. My sisters and brothers all graduated college. Wow. I didn't. Yeah, you're not doing bad though. You're right. You know. You're right. But um, you know what I'm saying you're right. Um, <laughs> you're doing good. I think you're doing great, man. Like I said, a, a degree doesn't make you a good person. You're right. But so. uh, my mom had structure. My stepdad did, and mm-hmm. um, everybody benefited from it, man. And um, they all had nice cars in school. Um, I didn't. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I live with my dad, and it was it was. Uh, it was lonely every night, um, but had a lot of friends. <laughs> I mean, come over, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of friends. Um, and a lot, I know, <laughs> a I lot, know. a lot of people. You're right, and we're over there. And my dad's place was a spot to be back in the day. Yeah. I mean, you live right across the street, yeah. you know. I know, I know firsthand. And in high school, eventually when we got there, um, if you didn't get there quick, you didn't have nowhere to park, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, for real. And my one of my dad's number one rules was nobody sleeps in his bed. Right. So he'd come in, night shift, keep that in mind, come in at 7 in the morning, he'd be stepping over bodies. <laughs> bodies, man. Like yeah. People laying on the floor, like yeah. everywhere. And I would always be in his bed. So he, he wouldn't yell at me. So... Um, right. That was funny, but... Um, <laughs> that, yeah, I think I, think I might have been... Uh, a body once. I'm I mean, sure usually were. I could just stagger my ass back across the street. You're right. But you know, I think it was a time or two that I, asked, I mean, there's, I couldn't help it. Just passed out. Fuck it. A lot, <laughs> a lot of listeners were bodies. Yeah, I'll tell you a right lot now. of listeners. Yeah. I've fucking seen you over there. Don't yeah. say you weren't there because I've seen you. There's a lot of stories that 
I can't share, but um, yeah, yeah, we probably body, should. <laughs> I, I, I'll share a quick one real quick about my key. All right. Uh oh. I know my dad was quite the ladies' man. Wow, right? wow. Like I said, he cheated on my mom. I'm not proud of. Wow, wow. But he's in the back room with a chick, man. All right. Mm-hmm. Me and McKee are on the couch watching Sports Center, seventh grade. McKee got a mustache. You know how he had it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, he had a stash, everything, before any of us hit puberty. I'm, right? I'm 37 and don't have a damn mustache. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> not a good one. He's in the back room with his girlfriend, or a girl. And another girl knocks at the door, bro. So I answer it. She says, is Mark home? And I say, yeah, he's asleep. And uh, she's like, well, uh, can I come in? I say, well, I try to wake him up. And I shut the door, and she stops the door, man. Like, my door. Yeah, stops it. So I I get kind of frustrated, wouldn't you? Hell yeah. Yeah, I uh, broke that damn foot. (laughs) So eventually I move her hand, I shut the door, bro, and I do the boat lock. Um, I go back there and give my dad a Green Acres knock. (laughs) He opens up that door, bro, and says, uh, what? I said, Dad, your fucking girlfriend's here. You're back here with another girl? I didn't. And he's like, all right, hold on. So this girl, dad opened the door, man. This girl busts through the door, all right? Oh, my Bust God. through the door. And I'm like, I'm already like about to cuss this girl yeah. out, man. Because she already. Double leg takedown. Right, I mean, right. Like, bam, to her back. And she said, whose car's in the driveway? And dad said, it's his, Eric's seventh grader with a mustache. <laughs> he's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hi, I'm Eric. She didn't believe it. <laughs> she walked straight to my dad's room. Mm. Like, I'm, I, and that really pissed me off, but I, I stayed out of it. Yeah. Opens up his door, and there's no girl in his room, man. No girl. Dad done snuck his girl out the window. Fucking Houdini, that ass. Hell snuck yeah. her out the window. <laughs> and she thought it was Eric McKee's car, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Smooth fucking criminal. He was. He was. He's smooth criminal, man. Yeah. It, it was awesome, dude. I mean, Hell yeah. That was funny then, but now, like, my dad, like, he, he bought us alcohol back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not as cool now to me that it was then. Well, no. Me? No. But, you know, I mean, you know, as a kid, though, you know, that's awesome, you know. But, like, as we get older, it just happens, man. Like, you see the... the the right and wrong of the the situation. I mean, because obviously you would never do that for your never. sons, never. Right? But and I, I I just it's not as cool to me now, dude. I mean, I think I, it was awesome then. Everybody like thought it was cool as fuck. I did. I, I know, fucking thought it was I cool. I know. Then my mom wouldn't buy me no fucking liquor. No doubt. <laughs> I mean, I didn't start smoking marijuana till I was probably a junior or senior really? in high school. Wow. We smoked a lot of weed in that house, dude. Yeah. A lot I of people was, did. I partaked. I know. I partaked. A lot of people <laughs> did. And What about you, brother? How, uh, now you grew up in the same kind of situation. Well, yeah, man. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I wasn't old enough to really, really remember um, <clears throat> my uh, parents getting divorced. I think I was two. But I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll never forget this. We lived in Ravencrest in Frankfort, Kentucky. Uh, so it's right across the street from Jim Beam where I'm working at right now. Uh, we, uh, we were living in a little apartment over there. Uh, my mom and dad used to argue a lot. My dad was a truck driver. He was always out on the road, never home. So, you know, when he came in, you know, there would be this and that far as a, uh, disagreement, like on what's going on or whatever. I'm not really sure the whole story as to, uh, what the arguments were about, 
I just know that they argued a lot. And, uh, you know, I didn't understand. Uh, but my dad was leaving. She, I, I guess they got into it, and uh, she told him he had to leave. And uh, he was he was getting all this stuff packed up. Funny, funny story about this, bro. So my dad's packing all of his shit up, right? You know, it's a sad fucking situation. And I start bawling my eyes out mm. because he's, uh, he's, he's going through the movies. He's going through all the movies, and he took Terminator 2. <laughs> and I said, I was like, no, I'll be he, back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, my movie. Like, that was my movie, right. you know, when that I was, was little. Like, Terminator movie. 2 was my shit. Uh, and <laughs> and he was like, here, just keep it, and stuff like that. Uh, because, I was, I, you know, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand the severity of the situation. I didn't understand that uh, my parents were splitting up. So, uh, growing up, that was just natural. Like, I, did, that's, I, I didn't know anything else other than... Uh, are my parents being separated? And like you said, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. Uh, I wanted my parents to get back together, but uh, you know, you know, life has a way of uh, making, you know, making the right decisions for you. And it was it was probably for the best that those two uh, were not together. Like I said, they they both uh, have good lives now. My dad's actually with a um, a great lady. Uh, he's been with her for a long time now as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom, unfortunately, like uh, she, uh, she never, f- what, she never really found uh, Mister Mister Wright until her uh, last maybe ten years on this earth, man. I think it was ten years, something ten ten something years, maybe eight. I'm not sure, uh, but she was with uh, Stan Briscoe. Mm. Uh, he is an amazing guy, dude. He was he was always always so nice to all of her kids, grandkids. Uh, he he really he really feels like family still to this day, even though mom is gone. Like uh, rest in peace, by the way. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I know she is. She's she's definitely resting in peace. And uh, seeing how uh, all of us are doing okay. My sister, uh, one of my sisters lives in Florida. Another sister here lives in Lawrenceburg. Uh, also doing well. You know, both for themselves. Uh, but uh, you know, she never really found that guy like uh, up until Stan. Uh, so you know, and she's a very caring person. So she would go through uh, these guys that were just looking to, at their best interest, and instead of trying to and trying to you know benefit from her, instead of uh, you know trying to help her strive. So it's uh, it's kind of sad to think about, you know, that uh, I didn't see this and couldn't reach out to her. Because I was too young, I didn't understand what was going on. Uh, but she, you know, she had a couple of them I, I didn't mesh with too well. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you know some of them stories. Well, they, uh, let me they ask were you, bad, brother. Let me ask you about one of them, right? Okay. No hair drive. Yeah. Right. When I <laughs> came to your house, mm-hmm. she was with a guy named Chris, mm-hmm. which, don't get me wrong, was really cool to me. Oh, yeah, just like you said, you yeah. know, uh, as a kid... He's he's a cool person. Really, really cool. Got his weed and stuff. I I, I thought a lot of him. He took me to school a bunch of mornings. Mm -hmm. All right. I heard you beat the fuck out of him. Now, (laughs) I want you to tell me the story and tell it now and be honest. What happened? Uh, Well, let me uh, me ask you this. Uh, Which time? Well, I didn't know there's multiple times. Yeah, man. I want to know why and what happened, (laughs) man. I mean, tell it. Okay, well... So like I said, uh, she she didn't have the best of luck picking winners. Uh, 
So just like you, you know, just like the O'Hara days, we uh, we enjoyed spending time with our friends. That was our favorite pastime. We'd hang out with our buddies, sit there, watch Sports Center, sit there, play Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, and all that stuff back oh, in the yeah. day. You Madden. Know, Madden, absolutely. Uh, we, you know, we just wanted to hang out and be kids. Right. And uh, I guess he didn't like that. I guess he didn't think that I should have my friends over and uh, interrupt his whatever the fuck he had going on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember walking up the stairs because um, I I, I, uh, I had my apartment. <laughs> That's what I called it, my apartment. It was my bedroom was downstairs in the uh, the basement, and uh, I walked upstairs, uh, which leads to the kitchen that also was connected to their bedroom, and uh, they uh, they were arguing. I heard them arguing, and I was like, "Man, what could they be fucking arguing about right now?" Like I just walked through the door, you know. I got people downstairs that are down there arguing, uh, and I, I I caught a glimpse of what they were talking about, and it was me. Mm. And uh, he was bitching and complaining about, oh, he's he's down there, he's turning the downstairs into a party house. I can't even, uh, uh, you know, I can't do this in my house and that in my house. And uh, he, you got to do something about that. Probably your mom's house anyway, right? Fuck yeah, it was my mom's house. His right. fucking ass wasn't paying for shit. Like I right. said, she she always felt like she had to uh, find a project instead of a partner. Uh, that that's that was shitty, but he. Uh, he was bitching about me and my friends, so I felt like I should address the situation. Knocked on the door, and uh, he said, "What the fuck do you want?" I was like, "I was like, I want you to come out here and tell me that you got a problem instead of telling my mother that you have a problem, Absolutely. right?" Absolutely. You know, because I mean, that's that's what I would do if I had an issue with something. I wouldn't bitch and complain to my wife. I would address the situation and fix it if I didn't like what was going on, right? Like a fucking man. Right. Okay, so... A lot older than you, too, wasn't he? Oh, bro, yeah. I think he was... He had to be in his 40s or something. I was 17 at the time. Yeah. 17 years old. And um, I'm acting more of a fucking man than this guy was. I, uh... So, like I said, I knocked on the door. Uh, He asked me, he said, what the fuck do you want? I said, uh, I said, you want to talk to me about uh, an issue that you have? Talk to me. Well... Obviously, this guy, this guy also uh, struggled from alcohol, mm. and uh, you know uh, he abused it. He didn't enjoy it like we are sitting here doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he abused it, and um, I said, uh, you know, come talk to me. He came out, and uh, he started yelling and pointing that finger, and he started poking me in the head. Damn. Well, yeah, yeah, buddy. And you know, you know how it was <laughs> back in the day, man. I was, I was a pretty short fuse. Pitbull. I was a short fuse, right? Pitbull. So. <laughs> He uh he poked me in the forehead and I took his face and I put my face or my hand on his face and pushed him back, and uh, at that time my mom tried to get in between us right, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she was trying to just uh, deescalate the situation. Well, um, he pushes her out of the way, and I remember seeing my mom kind of fall over, and that's when this uh, this blackness just came over mm. me. You know, it just, every, everything just shut down. I grabbed him by his hair, picked him up off of the ground, slammed him onto the kitchen floor, which had uh, moved from their room to uh, the kitchen at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my mom was screaming. She was like, don't hurt my son, please. Like, like Let's talk about this. And, uh, <laughs> well, it, it, it turned yeah, it turned in from that mm-hmm. to, uh, TJ, you're killing him. Like, so, man, I was just on top of him. Every every punch was uh, me hitting his face and in the back of his head hitting the floor type mm. deal. 
uh, it, it was anger. It was a rage. It was mm-hmm. it was had enough. You know, anytime that uh, somebody um, don't touch your mama. I, that's that's exactly don't what I was about to say. Yeah, mama. anytime that my mom is involved, uh, you know, that's a very sensitive spot. So yeah. you fuck with mama. You know, you gonna fuck with me, so absolutely right. So and then, uh, you know, I'm beating his head in, man, and uh, dude, it looked like a fucking crime scene Mm. after that, man. It, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. There was there was blood splattered all over the stove and the and the refrigerator that uh, I was forced to clean up, unfortunately. (laughs) But uh, well deserved. But check this out. Don't touch your mama, like I said. I, I whooped his ass. 17 years old, he was 40-something, his ass went to jail. Mm. I got to chill in my bed that night, Hell man. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. He went to Come jail on, that man. night? He went to jail that night with a split-ass eye. Told, told motherfuckers he got jumped. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, he told everybody he got jumped, man. Get out of here. Come on. <laughs> got jumped, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll be on that subject. Though. Yeah, man. I know um, that's a pretty big subject, but um, what's the what um, did you get in trouble with the most? What was your most troublesome time when you're growing up man wow oh, wow uh well i'll tell you mine you tell me yours you want to go first no, you, you want to go, go first go okay. Ahead, okay i'll go, go ahead well like i just said brother i uh was that it no man i didn't get in trouble for that shit i was 17 <laughs> years old fuck him <laughs> so <laughs> the uh the biggest trouble i think i ever got in was i think i was 21 does that count is mm-hmm. growing up yeah okay so i was 21 years old man uh this actually ties into a, a pretty sad story. Um, so, uh, like like you know, uh, my buddy uh, Tori, he passed away, uh, unfortunately, from an overdose. And, uh, you know, that, uh, that that hit home. That was, that was so hard. He, uh, he overdosed on two separate things. He overdosed on methadone and Xanax. He speedballed, like we talked about in the last episode. Uh and uh, I found the guy who sold him the pills. Mm. So uh, he was already, uh, word on the street was that uh, Tori was uh, looking for the methadone. And uh, he was already messed up on Xanax. Everybody knew that he was already uh, high on Xanax. Is methadone a downer or an upper? Uh, I believe methadone is an upper. Is it? Yeah, so they would give people who uh, take heroin okay. methadone. To wean them off or what? Yeah, I think so. Right. I think so. Right. But but the combination of methadone and Xanax can be deadly. deadly. Right. Absolutely. As you found out, unfortunately. Yeah, unfor- unfortunately, yeah. Right. Uh, so, so I found the guy who knew he was fucked up on Xanax and uh, continued, and continued to uh, sell him the methadone, right? So... Uh, <laughs> I was not happy to find this news out. To find out that I knew the uh, the person who uh, was responsible for um, my friend's death. You know that that's one of the things like <laughs> that killed me. Uh, and I knew the guy who did it, so I found out who it was. Um, I uh, took matters into my own hands. Uh, I I found him, and um, I. I continued to beat the living dog shit out of this guy, bro. Damn, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was pretty nasty. Uh, like I said, because uh, there was so much blood. Like I said, uh, he, uh, I, I couldn't stop, man. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't pull myself off. Luckily, I had other people there with me to, to pull you. Yeah, yeah, to pull me off. You'd have killed him, wouldn't you? I was going, I was going to kill yeah. him. 
and that's a that's a very scary thing to think of that I was gonna I was going to take somebody's life, you know, mm-hmm. which which I don't. I don't know how I would do with it right now, how I would deal with it right now, but uh, but I don't regret it at all. So right. I beat this guy's face in. He ended up having to have reconstructive surgery on his face. He had uh, mm-hmm. uh, some missing teeth after it. Uh, it was pretty bad. His jaw was hanging on mm. by tendons. It was it was pretty nasty. Uh, and then uh, I after that, I went to my best friend, my little brother's funeral. I experienced yeah, uh, yeah. watching him in the casket and crying with his family That's and right, uh, hugging right. everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, immediately afterwards, getting arrested. Did you? Yeah, Damn, so uh, right after the funeral, I went to McDonald's. I was getting me some food afterwards, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of process this whole thing. My best friend's about to be put in the dirt. And, uh, you know, I was just going to wind down eat some eat some chicken nuggets or whatever. I don't know what the fuck I was eating. But uh, as soon as I pulled into my driveway, the... Uh, there was uh, three or four different police officers that pulled up into uh, my driveway. You would have thought I was fucking Osama bin Laden or something. Mm. The way they rolled up on me with guns drawn. And, Damn. Yeah, like guns drawn. They they handcuffed me, put me up against the back of my trunk, handcuffed me, put me uh, in the back of the squad car. Um, they read me uh, my rights and whatnot, and uh, I was scared shitless. Uh, obviously, I knew what the hell it was about. Uh, I didn't know the severity of the situation that uh, was about to happen. You know, I didn't realize that uh, uh, what I was about to get hit with, you know, because I'd been in fights in high school and never really got charged with anything. You right. know what I'm saying? That's pretty aggressive, though, isn't it? Well, there was a second-degree assault charge, yeah. which is a, a felony. Yeah. So I was looking at a felony assault charge, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty scary, well, you know. That's jail. That's just a lot of jail time. But you, you're looking after your brother, though. Oh, well, yeah, I would still, like I said, I would redo it again. Right. I would I, do it again. Hey, I get you, man. Yeah, I it's just, it. you know, it. I, there was no way that I couldn't just let that slide. No, I agree. You know, it hurts, man. But uh, I did jail time, and that, that teaches you a lesson real quick, man. Mm-hmm. Jail is not a fucking fun place. You know, it sounds like, uh, you know, it, it sounds fun on these little TV shows and shit you watch, but it's not fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you're... You know, all of your rights are taken away at that point. That sucks. Right. But uh, I'm sure it's not as bad as what you did, though, huh? I don't know. <laughs> that might that might top it. I was a little younger than you. Um, yeah. All right. I'm a I'm a junior in high school. Right. And a couple of my buddies, Hawk One, rest in peace, like we yes, said sir, last show. Um, they went out earlier in the day. I started hitting some mailboxes, all right? Hitting, hitting, what do you mean hitting some mailboxes? Like taking a baseball bat and knocking them off the fucking oh, tee, okay. you know? okay. But they found a metal one, so that some bitch didn't budge. A metal mailbox? But, yes. Okay. So we thought, or they thought, it'd be a good idea for me. <laughs> they thought. Yeah, they did. I was, I was in school. They were right. already graduated. Right. They, uh, me and Easy and Noodle got with them too. I ain't going to say the other guy's name. Yeah, it's okay. That's all right. <laughs> um, they wanted Noodle to hit the metal mailbox. Oh, ouch. <laughs> right. So um, we drive out in the country, man, and um, Noodle gets out of the car with a metal bat and hits this metal mailbox, man. And it don't fucking budge, bro. Ding. Ding. He drops that fucking bat starts screaming. Right. But we all, I mean, like, we're, we're smoking weed. I ain't gonna lie. Um, ain't no wrong with that. All right. Well, um, we thought it was hilarious, dude. <laughs> I mean, we thought it was hilarious. Um, 
we went on our country cruise, kept bashing them, bashing them, bashing them. Um, I'm young, man. I'm underage. And I bashed one of the, we're about to get off the road on the 127, all right? Uh-huh. Um, well, I bashed this last one, man, and I see headlights. Oh, so the one shoot. before was out on the porch smoking. So he seen us bash his mailbox, man. And um, <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm in the middle yeah. of a fucking Alex Rodriguez swing <laughs> on this last one, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm cocked back. I see his head like I dropped a fucking bat in the woods. Oh. And that came to be the biggest problem of all because they found the evidence, right? Absolutely, right. yeah. So, well, this dude flies up on us, man. And um, I jump in the car. I just dropped a bat. And this dude runs us off the road in the country. Oh, so we're in a ditch. He gets out of the car and he starts charging us. Well, Noodle's driving, man. You can call this motherfucker Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, whatever the fuck you want to call him tonight. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby, whatever. <laughs> and he burns past this motherfucker. This dude chases us all the way in downtown Harrodsburg, way out in the country, man. Like, he ain't giving up. Mm-hmm. Well, Noodle's flying, dude. He's going 90, 80. Fuck out of here, yeah. dude. <laughs> and he pulls up in the driveway and cuts his engine off. And this dude drives right, pi- right past us. Zoom. All right. Smooth. Gone. Well, we thought it was smooth. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, so it, right. so, so it escalated no, no, more? No, it's wow. escalating. Um, we get back to my house, man. My dad's night shift. Keep that in mind. So there's no mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. We all lay down. And I ain't going to lie, man. I think we we lit up a blunt celebrating. Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. got out of it. Noodle, a boy, Earnhardt. Yeah. Ring, ring. God, gosh damn phone's ringing. I'm like, oh, oh fuck. Shit. What's this? You know? What's this? Um, it's Mike Rakestraw. He ain't happy. Noodle was driving. He said, let me talk to Nicholas. When he says Nicholas... <laughs> you fucked. You know, <laughs> You're fucked. You know something's up. <laughs> I had the phone to Nick, man. And Mike said, get y'all's fucking asses to the police station now. This dude done got his license plate. Obviously, so, yeah. Well, we, we could have ran him all. We could have took him to Florida. He took our license plate in Lawrenceburg, so we're fucked. We go to the police station, man, and he's like, how many y'all bash? We know you bashed them. And um, we're like two or three, you know? Two or three? Yeah, my ass. <laughs> yeah, well, we told him that. Yeah. Um, so they're like, all right, and... um. Noodle's dad got him. Easy's mom came got him. The other two guys are at my house because they're overage. They went to jail, right? Right, right. Um, well, um, the cop, my dad worked night shift. So nobody could take, come get me, feel me? Mm-hmm. So the cop took me to my mom's. Oh, no. Well, structure not, house, too. Structure, like, yeah. Hey, you know what I said earlier? Yeah, like, structure house. So they fucking knocked on her door, and my mom answered the door and hugged me. I was like, what the hell? And um, the cop told her what happened, and I got inside, and she said, I thought you were telling me my son was dead. Oh, wow. So yeah. she hugged me Teddy. at that light. And, but when that cop left, bud, whoo-wee. <laughs> she was not happy, dude. And that halo turned to horns real quick, huh? She, and she gave me a quick, like, this yeah. is why you should be living in this house. And, yeah. you know, I got everybody else asleep, man. It's school night, right. you know? Well, um, bottom line is, uh, 
that wasn't all that happened. The two other guys I didn't mention besides Hawk, um, they went out and started bashing. Um, they went out and started bashing uh, fucking windshields out of cars and oh, stuff while I was no. in school. We didn't know that. So the cops were in the middle of a baseball game, varsity game, and I seen three or four Lawrenceburg police officers walking down the hill. I'm on third base, bro. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And they said, when y'all get done with this game, get y'all's asses to the police station. And I was like, all right, all right. And, you know, I passed the word. Well, they found my bat that I dropped. Oh, that was, oh, all right. shit. They found the bat that I dropped. So um, every mailbox I hit, the bat was taped, bro. Um, left a piece of tape mark on the fucking mailbox, all right? And the windshields they bashed out had glass in them bat so they thought we did that but we didn't i'll get to that in a minute but we did bash more than three or four mailboxes Mm. all right so um every mailbox we bashed left a piece of tape on the fucking mailbox all right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and um they counted 23 of them damn 23 23 of of them and we admitted to them but we really didn't know about the um, the glass and the windshields. Another two guys ended up admitting that. But long oh, story. Well, good for them. Good for they them. did. They came good. clean. They came clean. Um, we yeah. didn't know nothing about that. But we definitely um, bashed a lot of mailboxes. <laughs> oh man. my god, that is crazy. felony. Yeah, I was gonna say, is, is that not is that not a federal it's offense? A felony a mailbox, bro. And, wow. But be honest, dude. I know. I say this right here. I've never been in trouble since. That made me, like, grow up. Real quick. Real quick. Yeah, man. When you're forced to walk that straight line, man. It was. Yeah, eye-opening. It made me grow up real quick. But, you know, I mean, they're my brothers. And uh, it is what it is, man. It really is. Yeah, so so tell you. I mean, so what happened? I mean, did did you get into a lot of? Tr- I mean, obviously you got in trouble, but like, did you get felony charges for that? Bro? The only thing that saved our ass was we're underage. Oh yeah, underage. Right. So um, um, my mom and all them are disappointed in me. My coach, Coach Jury, is disappointed in me. Um, but dude, like I said, that made me grow up, bro. Like for real. Absolutely. I mean, it was. You know, I mean, you know, it it it's a bad thing that that happened, but in a way, in a in a weird fucked up way, it's it's a good thing, right? You know. No, I know. I know. So you and Noodle both got the same punishment. Uh, oh yeah, me and Noodle did, and um, old Noodle. Yeah. What what about him? I got so many stories on this cat, bro. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna tell you one real quick. All, all right, right, go ahead. Let me um, hear that. I'm gonna hear this shit about Noodle. Me, him, and Shane. All right, are riding down to Nashville, and this dude keeps shitting in the truck. And if you don't know... He's farting in the truck, is what you're saying? Dude, he's... (laughs) Ripping ass. Hey, and if you don't know him, we call him Buzzard Guts, right? (laughs) Buzzard Guts. Look, if I lived with him, man. If he went in the bathroom before you, just count it out for two hours. Right. That some bitch is rank. Like, this dude's got the ass of a fucking buzzard. I'm I'm telling you. <laughs> Just what, smell like dead animals. Dead animals. <laughs> uh, he's shitting the whole way. Like So, me and Shane are like, dude. So, we pull over to a gas station, man. All right? Mm-hmm. We pull and we're like, dude, go shit. I'm, we're tired of smelling this shit, you know? But me and him, me and Shane go in there and piss real quick. Before, before, before no. Yeah. All right? All right, well, 
Well, Noodle goes in after us, all right? And it's a one-man bathroom halfway down Nashville. <laughs> and I get done pissing. I go get a Coke or something. Right. Shane, same thing. And these two girls are behind us, pretty girls. Um, well, Noodle's in the bathroom, all right? So, hold on. We go to the car, man. <laughs> I can right? already tell. We go to the car. He's in there taking a shit. <laughs> seriously look he's in there taking his shit bro me and Shane are in the car and these two girls come running (laughs) what the fuck listen they come running out of the gas station holding their nose like waving their hand like they just seen a fuck they just smelt the worst shit ever and they get in the car and pull off, and I see him go to the next gas station, all right? It was that bad. <laughs> they left the fucking gas yeah. station because yeah. it was so bad. Well, Noodle comes out <laughs> laughing, and he gets in the car. He's like, dude, these two girls just walked in on me shitting. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bro, we seen them. They're right there at the next gas station, yeah. man. Like, yeah. they walked in on you shitting, bro. <laughs> like, And he's like, and you could tell, like, I knew he's buzzard guts, TJ. Right, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but they walked in on him, dude. It was so funny. Me, me and Shane laughed for 20, 30, 40 fucking minutes, bro. Was, but he, um, oh. Noodle, he, he's going to call me out on Facebook. <laughs> Silent Bob, he said. Yeah, Silent Bob. Noodle, I got you, Silent <laughs> Bob, bud. I got stories on you for days, big dog. You better watch your mouth on Facebook. Yeah. I told you I was going to get you. He said he said it was all out of love, bro. Yeah, you all know. out of love. <laughs> all out of love. And let me tell you one more quick story about old Nude uh, to Poo. Hey, all right? Nude to Poo. Nude to Poo. All right? He always had the money, man. Oh, yeah. That's always. the race draw money. Race draw money. Hey, me and McKee, I, I don't know who I was there, man. Uh-huh. We're at my dad's house, and we're broke. Um, we're scratching up pennies and this and that well noodle he his wallet done been lost for weeks all right uh-huh weeks so so we digging around the house trying to find it i mean he stays at my house uh-huh. yeah so lift up the left kit or cushion voila wallet bam 30 40 dollars in that motherfucker damn and y'all were broke. You just broke. Found, you just found you broke. found Nick's Dude, wallet, and you were fucking broke. You would have thought we done. Our team done won the championship, Super Bowl, <laughs> high clapping, five and whatever. I mean, it was big time, man. Um, and he saved us, man. He wasn't even there. <laughs> we went to where we had to go. I'm not gonna tell you where we went. <laughs> I'm sure it was somewhere fun though, right? <laughs> McKee knows. Yeah. Eric Priest probably knows. He drove. We'll, we'll let them tell that story. We then. will. Yeah, we will. We'll stay out of trouble. <laughs> we'll stay out of trouble. Um, it, it was a good time, man. Noodle, man, he's a good old dude, though, y'all. For real. Um, love him, man. Yeah, always been a good dude. He was. I, um, I knew him from your house, man. He's a good dude. I think so. He was. What about your adventures when you are younger, man? Well, my, uh, I, I didn't really have many adventures as a kid, man. My adventures really came as, as I got a little bit older and uh, got to... You know, I had to have money to have fun. Like I said, I didn't. I didn't have a rake straw. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. have a rake straw to give me some money. I couldn't even find nothing in the cushion, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like I said, some jobs that I've had have been pretty cool. You know, I've I've got to experience some, uh, uh, you know, adventures from some of the jobs I've had. But I, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I, I worked for television there for a little while. I do. 
Yeah, I worked. For, I thought it was cool as fuck too. Yeah, man. Uh, that shit fell in my lap, brother. Like <laughs> it fell into my lap. I was working at a hotel, and uh, I um, I was working at a hotel. There was a there was a production company there from Sharp Entertainment that uh, was also affiliated with Animal Planet, doing a television show called Call the Wild Man. You know Turtle Man. Turtle Man. Yeah. Live action. I've met him. I've met him. That's <laughs> you met, awesome. Oh, you've met Turtle Man? Me and Ben James did. Really? Yeah. Yes, sir. And uh, what what you what you met is actually what he is like. Like that guy's not a made up character. He is he is a real fucking straight up backwoods hillbilly. I I'm, was it stage that show? Uh the show itself was not the show was staged. Was it? So, yeah. So part of my job starting out with the production company, I was a production assistant, and uh, part of my job was building an enclosure to keep the animal in from getting away from tournament. So he would really catch these animals, catch them, put them in a bag, twist them up, all that good shit, and yeah, yeah, live action and all that other stuff that he did. But it was, uh, you know, it was, it was all, it was real. In that sense, but you know everything else, the story, as far as meeting people, uh, people having the actual issue, nobody had a fucking raccoon in their attic that he had to go rescue or anything like that, man. So, I mean, it's TV, you know, it's entertainment, right. uh, but at the same time, it was fucking live action, baby. He'd really, <laughs> yeah, he would, he would really catch these fucking things. Uh, Bobcats, coyotes, uh, hell, we caught an alligator snapping turtle in Louisiana. Damn. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen one of them monstrosity motherfuckers, but they're huge, bro. But he, he can stage it all he wants. You still got to catch him, motherfuckers, don't Absolutely, you? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't fake that shit, hell and no. he would really catch those. Uh, and then, uh, so working on that show, uh, I, I worked my way up from production assistant to uh, key production assistant, which is a uh, is basically the, the head production assistant. Right, so I would tell the other production assistants what needs to be done and whatnot, and uh, all the while I was uh, trying to further my skills in other areas of uh, television. Right, so uh, I uh, started talking to the sound guy there. Man, he was a really good guy. Uh, he, he basically any question I had, he would answer. He taught me how to use the mixer. He taught me how to use the soundboard. Uh, and then uh, once Call of the Wild Man was was unfortunately canceled. Mm. Uh, yeah, they got canceled. That's that's another bullshit. You want to look it up? Look it up on Google. You can find out why Call of the Man, Wild Man was uh, canceled. Quick response. Uh huh. Why? Uh, well, we did some shit we wasn't supposed to do with yeah, some yeah. animals that uh, PETA and a bunch of other organizations okay. didn't like. You know what I'm saying? I you got know, you. I typical you. bullshit. Uh, but then you know, right as soon as the Call of the Wild Man goes off, the fucking this alligator show comes on. They're shooting fucking alligators. Mm. I mean, it's, it, it was very stupid to me. But uh, that opportunity of Call the Wild Man opened up doors for um, other uh, uh, TV shows. So, like I said, I was I was learning television, and uh, I'm sorry, I was I was learning the the audio aspect of television, and uh, I got another job offer from mm. the same guy that was doing the the sound for Call the Wild Man, and it was a Little old show uh, on CMT called Redneck Island. You ever heard of that before? I definitely have watched it. Yeah, so I don't know if uh, any of you guys grew up 
uh, of the era of the WWF attitude era. Da dun da 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 dun. But fucking mm. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the uh, the host of that show. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's the bottom line. So Stone uh, <laughs> Cold said so. Right. So I didn't know that he was. I, I hadn't. I'd never watched fucking Redneck Island up until this point. I didn't know what it was. So he told me the name of the show, and I did a little research. And come to find out, Stone Cold was the fucking host of it. Mm. And my main job was to mic up the hosts. So the inner fanboy of me, I was like a little girl. (laughs) You know, I was like a little girl that was meeting a princess at fucking Disneyland. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I was there. I had all the microphones ready. I hear over the the inner like uh, the earpieces. They would say, uh, uh, "Steve's here. Steve's here. We got to make sure we get him ready." And I was like, uh, "You mean Stone Cold's here?" And they're like, "Yes, Steve is here." They Steve. kept calling him Steve, man. It was pissing me off. It's fucking Stone Cold. Stone Cold, right? For sure. Ben so, James, you hear that? Stone yeah. Cold's better than a rock, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, has been proven many times. For sure. I don't know. I don't know. I, me and Ben have had this discussion. Dude. He knows better. Seventh grade from now. Yeah. Being yeah. James, <laughs> fuck The Rock. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never had a problem with The Rock, but I mean... If, He's if, great. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. But I just like messing with Stone him. Stone Cold is the goat. Yeah, He's the goat. Right, yeah. And uh, I got to meet Steve... Or, I'm sorry. Look, Listen to me. <laughs> I got to meet Stone Cold, and uh, I got to mic him up, man. I got to talk to this guy. Hell yeah. Like, I got to... Uh, have conversations with him about wrestling, just about bullshit. And I actually had an MMA fight coming up. I talked to him about that. He was, uh, he wished me luck. And uh, I asked him, I was like, I was like, you want to walk me to the cage, Steve? And because at this point I had to call him Steve. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think uh, he yeah. wanted me to call him fucking Stone Cold right. the whole time. Professional. Yeah, I was trying to be, yeah. trying to fucking be. Sure. But uh, I got to know him, dude. He's, he's a, He's a fucking sweetheart. Is he? Like, yeah, he's big, bad, stone cold Steve Austin coming in there, stomping a mud hole in people's asses. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. really, he was a really intelligent person. And that's he, the bottom line. Cause stone cold says so. But he, uh, <laughs> he was so nice, man. And then at the rap party, the coolest thing happened to me. And I, I think this, I mean, I put this above my children being born. I put this above, above everything. Uh, we was at the rap party and he said uh he goes we had a good good season everybody did a good job we uh we we worked really well today we worked really well this whole time and then he opened up two beers and i fucking knew did he do it he he opened up two beers and he smashed them some bitches together and then he chugged them like he, yeah. he he did it stone cold style and that's, uh, awesome, that's how <laughs> that's how we wrapped the whole season uh four of uh redneck island that's if awesome, you want to go man. back check out the credits you know your boys in there underneath audio system <laughs> two yeah yeah but yeah man like i said that was such a that was such an amazing experience bro and that, i mean that's just you know like i feel like that's what I was saying earlier. Life kind of guides you in in ways that it you know, mm-hmm. you know it, it can lead you in a good way and a bad way. It depends on which path you choose to take. And uh, fortunately for me, I chose the right path, and I got to meet my childhood hero out of it. You know, that's great, man. Yeah, finding Bigfoot. Yeah, I was on there too. Man. All right, that shit was so let's fun. talk about that. Did you find Bigfoot? What the hell do you think? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, man. So basically, that show was a crossover episode from Call of the Wild Man, right? Okay. We did. Uh, we had we had Turtle Man out there looking for fucking Bigfoot, right? It, it was. Did it was, you find Bigfoot? No, man. I said <laughs> we sat out in the fucking woods for about three hours. 
while uh, people were breaking sticks and uh, everybody was like, Whoa, "Whoa, what was that? What was, was that Bigfoot?" And uh, it was, it was. I'm trying to because these people legitimately believe in Bigfoot, bro. It's not, it's not like they were just out there pretending. They fucking think there's a giant monkey person <laughs> with huge feet, you know, that's just walking around out there. And nobody's so what ever were seen you it. doing during this show finding Bigfoot? Me, I was sitting there. Oh, you didn't have a flashlight looking for Bigfoot. Nah, bro, I was. I was just there to make sure that Turtle Man had a fucking coke whenever he needed it. <laughs> and uh, you know, once they went out in the woods looking for that big motherfucker, I was out back behind the damn truck smoking a bowl. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, uh, it's just. It, and uh, you know, I got to do a bunch of cool shit with TV, man. Like I said, I, I met. I got to go some cool places and meet some cool people. I mean, like I said, life just. Works in crazy ways like that, you know what I'm saying? You're right, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's wild. Bro. That's good shit, man. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold. That's that's one of my heroes, man. Me too, man. Growing like, up, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Boy. Yeah, man. It uh, like I said, it was different back then. You know, it was. It was uh, How much better was wrestling back then? Oh man, have you watched wrestling nowadays? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not awful. the same. It's not the same. Uh, wrestling. I, it was a it was a big cultural thing. Like everybody watched wrestling. It wasn't just. I know. It wasn't just trailer park motherfuckers or little kids. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? It, people love that shit. It changed a lot, man. Yeah. As soon as you can beat the shit out of your boss on TV, everybody wants to see that. I you know. know. <laughs> I know. It, it really has. It really but, is. Like I was saying though, man. I mean, it's just you know, it was, it was a cool experience. I got to meet an idol of mine. And uh, it's it's one of those things that I'll never forget, and uh, I'll never stop appreciating, because uh, it uh, it allowed me to have these stories I can share. It allowed me to have the memories that I'll never forget. And you know, like I said, just world works in fucking mysterious ways, bro. Damn right it does. Yeah, but you know, like I said, the best part of that shit though. Was they didn't drug test mm. <laughs> a lot of the fucking places I worked for, man. You know, and you know, you go to any factory, you go to any distillery, like now, you know, say you get drug tested. Uh, I was enjoying life because I was fucking high all the time. <laughs> tell you what, your stance on marijuana, bro. I tell you what, man. I don't understand how a plant has ever fucking been illegal. Mm. You know, give give me a list of people that have died of marijuana, please. Right. Yeah, you, there, you, I mean, the, if there's any, it's because of other uh, incidences in their their medical history. It has nothing to do with the THC imbalance or anything like that. It uh, it should not be illegal. Uh, I think uh, we're finally getting to that point in the world to where we fucking know that and we're not stupid about uh, you know taking people's pe- people's lives are getting taken away possession of a dried up plant how, how ridiculous spending is years in prison over years it. could you imagine no. doing years in prison getting out no. and seeing a fucking dispensary no. right outside just legally <laughs> selling weed like it's so crazy right i mean my I, I i think it should be legal i mean what are you gonna do smile in the gas station buying a twinkie <laughs> right you, yeah you know? what, what mean, are you gonna speed going 30 miles an hour you know yeah, what i'm saying it's crazy I, man. I don't think it should be illegal or illegal yeah um i don't get it never will um um a lot of people are different i mean it is what it is but yeah well there's a lot of people that come from backgrounds that are very old school a lot of old school people Mm -hmm. still have that the the ones that still call it dope 
Yeah. Man, they out there smoking dope again. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's not dope. Like, dope. Bro, I, when I think dope, I think heroin. I wish my brother would have smoked weed instead of done heroin. Absolutely. Yeah. As, He'd absolutely. still be alive. Yeah. I know that for a few people, like, smoke weed. Yeah. I mean, and they say it's a gateway drug. It's a gateway if you choose for it to be a gateway. Right. You know, it, it, it's just so crazy that that's illegal. Like, it, when you've got a plant that the side effects of this shit, Cat Williams said a bit, the, the side effects of this shit is hungry, happy, sleepy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's, so true. Yeah, what's wrong? So with, true. What's wrong with that? It ain't, and ain't that's, that goes to the big pharmaceutical companies. You know, they can't tax it, so they, they you know, people, it's medicine. And people use it as medicine. Bro, alcohol is worse. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, hopefully the industry never falls under because we'd be unemployed. But, You're right. But uh, it is true. Right. It is true. Alcohol has killed many people yeah. from alcohol alone, not not including the DUI aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, alcohol poisoning. Like I said, my you, you lost your father that right. way. My wife also lost her father the same way. And it's right. multiple people have lost loved ones because of alcohol. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not telling people to stop drinking alcohol because you know, Me like I said, we need money. We right. <laughs> we got to support our families. All right. Uh, and it, it's a business to where like if you do it responsibly with any other, you know, recreational drug like you know like marijuana. Like if you, uh, but you know if you drink alcohol responsibly, it, it's fine. You know, but right. I mean if if you are dependent on it and you feel like you need alcohol. Uh, just to function, then that's when it becomes a problem. You know? It is. It's a problem. Um, I've dealt with it in my family, so have you, bro. You yeah, know? absolutely. It's just it's just weed, man. We, weed is... Weed should be legal. It, it's, I think it just passed the other day, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's medicinal, though. Like, I think it's... Uh, 2025. Is it 25 or Medical. 24? I thought it was 25. Maybe wrong. Because uh, sports betting and... Uh, marijuana, I think we're getting uh, passed on the same day. I think it's 24, but it's only going to be like gummies right? and, and vapes. vapes. Yeah. yeah. Vape. So I think it is 24, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Uh, What's that make sense, man? I don't Just know. Just pass What's it. the difference? What's Just the pass fucking it. difference? Just yeah. pass it. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it, it, all, it all boils down to it's a fucking plant. Yeah. And, it, it, and really, it's all about control. It's all about what they can tax. Mm-hmm. It's all about what they can benefit from it. Like, uh, like I said, you take you, you take marijuana and you put it into a uh, a pill. Look look how much other medicines are going to go under because of that, and look how much money the big farm pharmaceutical companies are going to lose because of marijuana. Right. You know, it's it's a fucking cure, man. It is. Like, I mean, it's just ridiculous uh, that this has ever been an issue. Uh, I don't I don't understand it. I don't think I ever will. It's but, been long overdue. I mean. Yeah, Kentucky needs to get caught up, man. Uh, you, this shit's crazy. Man. I figured we'd be the last one to uh-huh. uh, to jump on that train, though, considering uh, who we got. Yeah, that well, that and uh, just how we run this place. Like we're a big tobacco place too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like tobacco and other stuff. They feel like they're gonna lose money if marijuana becomes legal. I think. I think it all comes down to money. Money, That's money, always money. Worth, yeah, money is the root of all evil. It is. But we fucking need it. <laughs> it is. I mean, we need it. T, mm-hmm. great second show, man. Absolutely, man. Hey, anytime we can sit down and talk like this, I love it. I, hell, I, we don't even got to hit record next time. Let's just sit down and chat more. I love it. I know. People 
appreciate y'all listening, man. This is it's big time, man. I mean, oh, dude, the love that we've gotten from this is uh, it 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 means so much to us. If you guys really knew how much it meant to us, uh, then you would really understand why we're going to continue to do this and why we love uh, you know, sitting down and talking with everybody and why we want to hear from everybody else. You're right, man. Mm-hmm. You're damn right. Let's do it again, man, brother. Let's fucking do it again. Like we said last weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love you, brother. Love you. Another one in the books, baby. That's what I'm talking about.